Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another night of broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. If you are generally sensitive to certain topics and or have spiritual beliefs that prohibit you from discussing or participating in certain topics of a sensitive nature, listener discretion is advised. And And now, now, located located in Nestle, in the the bright bright golden studio of the the soul of of America Radio, I present to you right now,
beautiful city of Birmingham, Alabama. And I am doing some adjustments to my board all by my damning. Ain't got nobody helping me. I am adjusting my boards as we speak. Don't know what the hell I'm doing, but that's what I'm doing. I, I, that's why I guess I sound like I'm doing something other than talking to you guys. <laughs> Welcome back um, and uh, all that sort of stuff. It is always a pleasure to have everyone here. And um, hey, am I broadcasting? I am. Okay, thank you so much. I have beautiful staff working with me tonight. And um, and and before I get too deep, um, am I going to be able to do a uh, area code shout-out? You, you guys going to help me do that? I'll do my area code shout-out? Okay. I appreciate it. And um, as I continue to make adjustments, I'm going to run my mouth. I can do that. Well... I tell you what, I love, absolutely love, and this is no bull, each and every freaking moment I get to spend with you guys on this radio. It is such a beautiful, beautiful thing, and it's been, of course, I told you, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, in the Soul of America Radio Studios. Hey, what, wait a minute, hold on a second. Has my intro faded? <laughs> I talked that long. Five minutes, and you kidding me. So I am without an intro now. I, I got no music in the background. I tell you, this is this is bull, man. This is bull, man. I, I, I'm Tony Montana. I don't deserve this, man. You know? What you looking at me like that for? I am still feverishly making a few adjustments to my, my – actually, let me just tell you guys what's going on. I'm making some adjustments to my audio clips because uh, for some whatever reason, the system tends to put them a little too high, and um, it, it distorts the sound. So what I'm doing is I'm making some adjustments to the system. I haven't even gone to the boards to look at the, um, look at the, 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 the phone calls to even start a, a area code shout-out. So... What I'm going to do now that I've made a few of these adjustments is go back and do a quick area code shout-out. And what it is on the area code shout-out is, thank you so much, that took care of it. Thank you. I appreciate your help. Okay. On the area code shout-out, I give a shout-out to all the area codes and you know that I see showing up on my board. And uh, and just, you know, thank you for calling in uh, to the Soul of America Radio. I'm Tony Stallings. And I'm a host here on the Soul of America Radio, and I was expecting I, I I I threw this show together the last minute, which I always do. And one of my hosts, um, and I, Cam, I am, you know, she's always a, a welcome here. Uh, was con- considering calling in, but she sleep all the time. I mean, every night that girl sleep. And if she ain't sleep, she's starting some mess. And so. Um, I don't know which one of those she's doing tonight, and uh, I'm going to go ahead. Um, the chat room, unfortunately, is open <laughs> for those of you that, that just kind of want to get in on the chat room. And, and the deal is <clears throat> to register, to be able to participate. 
Okay, so you the the chat room is available online. You can go to www.soulofamericaradio.com and it will guide you to uh, my show online. And once you get on the show, you can scroll down. Once you get on my show page, and you will see um, the uh, the chat line, chat room. And I would love um, if you could uh, register and participate in it. Area code shout outs. Okay, my glasses. When you get my age, you need glasses, don't you? That's, this is this is bull crap, man. I ain't that old. And that's another thing. I was in Walmart and um, talking to this cashier, and she was a beautiful young lady, 20 years old. And I, I kept saying, "When you get as old as I am, you know, you know, you know, then you'll be tired." Because she kept yawning, and she never disputed that I looked old. She she never said, "Well, you don't look that old." She never said that. Ain't that some crap? Ain't that some crap? Watch out. Why y'all looking at me like that? So, so in other words, she was right. So I look old, huh? Is that what you're saying? I mean, what's the deal? I don't think it. Is. So you're giving me rim shots on that. Six, seven rim shots in a row. I appreciate that. Oh, and I want to play my song tonight. I got to play my song. Get since I had you. And upload it, okay? Because I got to play that, man. Oh, God, I got to play that. I, oh, that's enough with the rim shots already. All right? I got that. Huh? That's what I do. I slap people for fun. Huh? Do you, know, you want to play rough? Huh? Talking to. I... I'm the bad guy. Haven't you heard? Say good night to the bad guy. That's who I am. That's what I do. Y'all got me acting a fool here in the studio. Okay. All right. Back to what I was doing. Erico, shout out. Um, we lost a few after that little entourage and stuff. 412, Erico, and, and look, help me look these up. Okay. Tell me where they're from. Erico, 412. Uh, Erico, 229. Area code 678, that's the big A, baby. Somebody in the A-Town listening to me. Area code 334, area code 308, area code uh, 651. Okay, great. Uh, area code 562, and it, that's Los Angeles. Again? How much? Area code 805, area code... Um, Two three one area code two two eight area code two five one two or five of course right here in Alabama area code three three seven area code nine one seven that's my cousin love you up in New York uh, area code nine o four area code three three zero area code two six seven and countless 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 more um, thank you guys for calling in Soul of America Radio is not we really don't get a lot of live calls. We get a lot of syndicated listeners, meaning that I get thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners all over the world in syndication, uh, in iPods, iTunes, and so forth. Um, we have been downloaded all over the world, China, Iraq, places I can't pronounce, London, England, Dubai, um, 
all over the freaking globe. Uh, people are downloading this show, and uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, I really haven't given her the due diligence that I should. When I say her, I'm referring to my station. But uh, I just want to thank you guys for communicating with me, for following up with me, and for staying with me this long. I, I really appreciate that. The the changes I have been through personally have been devastating and uh, something I won't discuss, you know, on the air. But um, it's been a blast, and I am very comfortable sitting here talking to you guys. Uh, and some of the, you know, when I do these shows like tonight, I don't have a topic, and I'm trying to feel my way through that. I'm going to get with Cam whenever she um Whenever we do another show together, she may not call it tonight. She's mad at me for whatever reason. She's always mad at me. Cam is always mad at me or somebody. I'm probably blocked. Let me look on Facebook. I'm probably blocked. Let me see. Did she block me yet? Am I blocked? We're unable to fetch previous messages. I might be blocked. Am I blocked? K-E-D. I'm sending her a message now, finding out if I'm blocked. I can still see a picture. So apparently I'm not blocked. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> and uh, so I just want to thank you guys for um, all of your support, like I was saying, and uh, it's really appreciated. Um, lately, uh, I, I've been in the news, and I wanted to do uh, uh, something recently uh, I, I, about uh, this ISIS thing over in uh Iraq, Baghdad, and um, I plan on doing a show on that because I think it's important. Uh, Part of the mission of the Soul of America Radio is to uh, is to uh, uh, educate. Uh, um, Okay, I'm not blocked. Um, Educate and inform. And so um, I just want to do that. I I think that it's important that we all understand what's going on over there. I I try to tell my kids about it, and hopefully some of you will tell your kids about what's going on over there because it's important. We need to know what's going on over the world, international. Um, So some of the things, like I've drifted off the subject three or four different times, but I don't do subjects. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling my way through that, you know, doing subjects. And uh, oh, and if you want to, if you happen to want to call in three two three seven eight four nine six three eight, if you want to talk to me, those of you that are already holding the area codes, and uh, I see we do have people coming on. The lines are packed, but nobody's talking. But you can press one if you're holding and want to make a comment. That there's nothing on the agenda that I'm really doing. I did want to talk about some things. The, the title of the show was What I Think About, and I wanted to scratch your brain about a few things that, uh, that that kind of crossed my mind. It's been bugging the hell out of me, actually. And I have nowhere else to talk to about it but right here. Now, I do start up certain things on my Facebook page to get a reaction, and the reactions were were wide and variant. So uh, I'm going to find out about it tonight. I wanted to talk about, uh, on down the road, I want to talk about my, my hometown, Selma, Selma, Alabama. Um, I am a product of Selma, Alabama. I was 
actually born in Selma, Alabama. And um, I wanted to talk. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Late applause. Are all my audio is going to be late tonight? Crank up one and see if it's going to be late. Just crank up any one of them. That, that can't be right. I don't know what that is, but that can't be right. Crank it up. Okay. Okay, can you stop it? Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. And just for, just so I know if all of my stuff is going to be like, start audio two. Let's see if that does it. Okay, can you stop audio two? You can't. We got problems, don't we? <laughs> so I need to go on a break, huh? Uh, I'm going to go on a break because we can't stop this audio. And, uh, oh, you can't stop it. The hell with it. Go on the break. This is Tony Stallings. I'm on the Tony Stallings Show. When I come back, I'm going to tell you about a movie that took place that they're filming in Selma, Alabama, Montgomery, and Atlanta called Selma. I'll be right back. I got a lot to say about that. I love you all. Don't go nowhere. You're listening to the Tony Stallings Show. Every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, you can check out Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, as he deals with the issues of domestic violence. Every Monday night. Check him out right here on SOAR. Are you listening to this show on the Internet? If so, you're probably seeing some advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. My name is Towns Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Listening to Tony Stallings on Soar. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. Hey, before I go on with the show, um, I kind of wanted to do something. I, I don't do this normally. I, a lot of people don't like me when I play music, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There has been a piece of music that I have listened to repeatedly, and I've come down 
off the mountain just a minute. I, I, I'm gonna play it later. I play it later. Put it back up. Hold that cue. But I'm, I'm gonna get it to it in a minute. I need to get to this subject. I just wanted to get off the subject a little bit, and I and I didn't need to do that. Okay. The first thing I kind of wanted to, and, and you know, I don't have any set topics. The chat room is open. You're free to join me. You're free to press one if you want to uh, speak to me, or if you're listening on the internet and you want to chime in, dial three two three seven eight four nine six three eight and press one. That number should be at the top of the box if you're listening online. Now, here's my situation with with, with I, I I heard an advertisement on the radio that it was advertising the BET Awards that was on. Uh, a couple of days ago. I don't keep up with that stuff. I don't watch TV. But anyway, it was advertising the BET Awards, and um, it said this in the advertisement. It's a verbal ad, ad uh, audio ad, and it, and it talks about Chris Tucker, who was hosting. You know, and Chris Tucker had an album out in 2009, or a CD rather, called Bigger and Blacker. Well, they say this when they are advertising the BET Awards. They say, hey, join us, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but this is roughly the conversation. Join us for this year's BET Award. This year it is bigger and blacker. So join us with host Chris Rock. Okay. I heard it a couple of hundred times before it dawned on me. Now, um, for, for, I don't care what you think about me when I say this. I really don't. I, I could give less than I could give a rat's behind what anybody thinks about me when I say this. And and I know a lot of you are going to hate me. You're going to think I'm I'm going to get all this. I don't email me. Well, you can email me. I don't care. Send me whatever hate mail you want. I don't care. But here's the deal. Let's assume, and you know I like to twist brain matter, okay? Let's assume that there's a station called White Entertainment TV, okay? And I want to hear the feedback right now. Just shut the hell up and let me finish. White Entertainment TV, okay? I, I know where you're going with this, Tony. No, you don't. What if there was a White Entertainment TV or WET? <laughs> Not B-E-T, uh, but WET, W-E-T. White Entertainment TV. And what if they were hosting a White Entertainment Music Awards? You with me so far? Okay. And what if on the radio, you, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Rainbow Coalition, all these beautiful Negroes heard them say, join us on the WET, or the White Entertainment TV's Music Awards. This year, it will be bigger and whiter. Crickets, right? Crickets. Do you know why it's crickets? Come on now. Honestly, get off the spiritual mountaintop. For this show, piss some people off. Wouldn't it be, as an Afri- if you are an African American listening to this show, would that not piss you off? W- would you not feel? <coughs> excuse me. This is a racist moment. <coughs> I had something I wanted to say. I'm sorry about the call from people. I don't have a mute button tonight. But listen, 
we got to stop these double standards. I'm just going to go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes. Okay. We got all types. Okay. I'm a product of Selma, Alabama. I mentioned that earlier about the movie, correct? Right? Right? Well, I come from Selma, Alabama. I come from that background, okay? Which one was it that I already which, which did I already play? Wait a minute, hold on a second. Let me, let me do something. Like, cue up something. Cue up something. I need to see why. Hold on just a second. I'm checking my audio on something. Because I don't think my audio is working. Is it not working? Am I on the air? Okay. All right. Um, let's see how long this is going to take. Okay. I don't know if I'm broadcasting because my 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 audio system seems to be giving me some problems. And you you're probably gonna hear music in a minute interrupting me. That that's fine. I'll just chill and let it play and it'll go away. Um but I'm gonna try to stay on point. Okay, can you hear me? Okay, at least I know I'm on the air. I don't know about my audio, I don't know if my audio gonna play. Um, I, I really don't. But because it's all screwed up. But I tell you what, I, I will continue what I was talking about. Just reboot the system, uh, and then when it comes back up, signal to me and let me know, and we'll try that. Okay? And then I, I have no control of my board right now. That's what freaked me out. But I'm going to keep talking because uh, I want I to go over this. This is more important than the audio anyway. I can do without the audio. Um, from the Selma uh, days and in the civil rights and and you know back in those days in the civil rights days when we were fighting for equality, uh, we were trying to get away from being separated. You know uh, they had the white water fountain, the colored water fountain, the white bathrooms, the black, uh, the colored bathrooms, and so forth. Everything was separate, as they say, but equal. And um, Okay, well, after we gained independence, we started separating ourselves. And and we've got so many um so many different divisions that it's it's unreal. And I okay, I I wanted to replace some of the words on some of these organizations and see what you thought about it. Cuz okay, the national Association for the Advancement of White People. That sound racist to you? Sounds racist. Don't don't sit up here and lie to me and tell me you wouldn't think that that was affiliated with the KKK or something. The National Association of the Advancement of Colored People, or NAACP, and uh, they they do fight to ensure that the voices of Af- African Americans are heard and so forth. But what if there was a national association? for the advancement of white people. And don't tell me that y'all going to sit out there and act like, well, I'm cool with that. No, you wouldn't be. I mean, I mean, you a guy can't even get in the property of his own home and tell his, his lover that he don't want black men dating without y'all freaking out. So it, it, it really don't make sense to me. I, I, I'm not feeling that. Okay. My chat room just crashed. So if you were in the chat room, I apologize. It has crashed. 
My audio probably won't play, won't play, but I'm going to keep rolling on with the show because I do believe I have an audio, okay? National Association for the Advancement of White People. Listen, don't play with me like it wouldn't bother you. If I got on the radio and I said, hey, welcome to the White Entertainment TV Awards ceremony, this year will be bigger and whiter, y'all would be, I'm telling you, y'all would be, they're racist, they're racist, they're racist, they're racist. But it's okay if we do it as black people and we say the white, the black entertainment TV, and it's going to be bigger and blacker. That's okay, right? Crickets, right? But it's okay, right? My audio is so jacked up, y'all. Um, okay. Anyway, I, I just I think I'm going to have to do it without commercials tonight because it's too jacked up. Another thing, listen to this. They have what they call a National Association of Black Accountants, or the NABA. And what they're supposed to be doing is expanding the influence of minority professionals in the fields of accounting and finance and all that bull. What if there was a National Association of white accountants. Now, you Negroes ain't going to sit out there and tell me that y'all will be sitting down on your hands going, that's cool, that's cool. Y'all will be crying racist. And y'all know y'all would. Civil rights ain't for black people. Oh, did he what did Tony <gasps> down that old turn. Tony is just, oh, he done gone crazy, girl. He done gone, did you hear what he said? He said that civil rights ain't for black folk. That nigga crazy. I'm sorry for the N-word. He crazy. He crazy. Civil rights are for anybody in this country that feels they have been treated differently, civilly, because of their race. Race does not necessarily mean color. Race can be a group of people that have something in common. It's not necessarily color. Civil rights was not invented for black folk, contrary to what you have been hearing all your freaking life. I said it. That's right. You can hear nowhere else. The National Society of Black Engineers becomes the National Society of White Engineers. How many of y'all's grandparents would be going, baby, they're racist? Mm-hmm. They all got hood. They're probably all members of the Ku Klux Klan, baby. You know how I know? Because they said they're white. <laughs> Miss Black USA. What if we had a Miss White USA? Oh, oh. Oh, so what y'all saying? A sister can't compete? What up with that? Huh? So what y'all saying, man? Y'all trying to say that we can't compete, man? That's what's up, man? That's what's up? You know you know, y'all would be. Jesse Jackson, Al Shopton, all these high-polluting folk would be flying down there. Now, I'm going to get deeper than that. I'm going to get deeper than that. And y'all ain't going to like me. I ain't here to be liked. I'm here to tell you what I feel. And I'm here to tell the truth. I ain't here to be liked. I am not here to be liked. I'm not here to be liked. Y'all know for a fact that if some of these organizations had a counterpart that was white, 
y'all be acting a fool. And you can't sit up here and tell me y'all wouldn't. See, some of us on the mountaintops, that's cool, that's good. But civil rights, I'm going to say it again, civil rights ain't for black people. I said it. Civil rights, the struggle, all that stuff they're talking about was not for black people. It was for citizens of this country. And to me, this is just me talking now. I know, I know, I know I'm going to get some hate. I know some of y'all ain't going to like what I'm saying. If you're going to have a Miss Black USA, isn't that singling you out? Isn't that separating? Why is it that we got to have, oh, God, why do we have to, okay, let me say this right. Come on, Tony. Why do we have to get something that the white folks have done and pull something out of it for the black folks? Why can't we do our own stuff? In other words, Miss America. Miss Black USA. And then we say, well, okay, black history. What the hell is black history? History is history. And then even when we do have a black history month, and then you have, here's, the, here's the famous line you hear all the time every freaking year, well, white folks' history is, is 11 months. How about ain't no such thing as white folks' history? Two-thirds of the world is of color. Ain't no such thing as white folks' history. Ain't no such thing as black history. You can read the Bible from front to back. Nowhere does it say white, black, white, black, white, black, white. That's only in this country, in our heads, and we think the whole freaking world go around what we do, what we say. Ain't no black history. Ain't no black history. You can write me. You can call me. You can talk to my auntie. You can call my uh, aunt, uh, uh, my cousin them. You can call uh, mama them, uh, nay them, all them folk, needing them. I could care less. I'm just going to say it like it is. Why we got to separate ourselves? We fought. People died to lose their separation. But we're so comfortable now. Black entertainment TV. But when white folks do it, okay, I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to go one deeper. I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to sound like a preacher, don't I? I'm finna go deeper. <laughs> Here's the deal. Trayvon Martin, y'all remember him? Trayvon, y'all remember Trayvon Martin a couple of years ago, George? You remember George Zimmerman, right? Y'all remember George Zimmerman? Okay, everybody not in the head there remember. Okay. Trayvon Martin was the black guy that he killed. Y'all remember that, right? Okay. People forget so freaking fast. But check this out. I'm going to say this, and I don't care what you think about it. Then I'm going to I just see, I got, I got, I think that's Cam. Um, I'm going to grab that call. But I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna think about, it, and, I, and and I want you to just be, you just gonna have to just put up with me, okay? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say this. What I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. If Trayvon Martin had been white, okay, 
no, no, that's not it, Tony. Let, let, let me get this in my head right. If both people have been white, or both people have been black, if Trayvon was black, well, Trayvon was black. If if George Zimmerman was black and Trayvon was you know black, you wouldn't even heard about it. He wouldn't even made the paper. Wouldn't even gotten off the press. People would have given less than a damn about what happened in Sanford, Florida, had both of them been black or both of them been white or, or, or Hispanic or whatever the hell. The only way people start caring is if it's a mixed race. Why? Killing is a killing. Black folk get killed all the time in the project. White folk get mobbed, robbed, and, and killed. They, they shoot people all the time wherever they live. They get, they, why? Why do we constantly have to focus on that? I don't understand. I ain't feeling this. I know. I know. I'm a bad guy. I know. I know. Play the clip. Am I bad? Am I bad? Can you play that audio? A sacred knife to the. A sacred knife to the bad guy. Hell yeah, I'm the bad guy. I said it. That's why I. That's what I do. <laughs> Cam, I am called in tonight, and and I'm I'm always. It's always a pleasure to have her. And I hate that I'm so pissed off tonight while I'm while I'm doing this show, but Cam has a way of calling me. I wasn't blocked. Everybody, I was not blocked. Cam did not block me. So um, I, can I get a round of applause? I did not get <laughs> Cam, you there? Uh, you will be blocked after tonight. <laughs> this girl don't play. She would block her mama if she did if she could. What you been up to, Cam? Welcome. I'm, I'm thankful, Cam. I am it, your your presence. What, I'm what, good, Tony. I'm just listening to you. Um, right off. Obviously, somebody pissed you off to the highest level. Positivity. What's up, no, man? What you been no, talking about? No, no, Cam. I ain't, look. Nobody in particular pissed me off. What happened was I, I don't know if you heard this before. I, before you came on. There was a BET Award advertisement they played here on uh, 987, which is the Kiss Station. Played Tom John, all that stuff, and they kept saying, "Welcome to the uh, uh, Watch This Year's BET Awards. This year, it will be bigger and blacker with host Chris Rock." Now, what they were doing was they were playing off of his album he did, his CD he did in 2009, "Bigger and Blacker." But my thing, Cam, and I swear to God, some of these spiritual folks ain't going. They're going to say they're going to swear to God it don't mean nothing to them. I know they are. Cam, had they said this is if if it was a white entertainment TV, and they said this year will be bigger and whiter. Come on, Cam, tell me some folks. Tell me Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, Jesse Jackson, all these high polluting black folk would not. There would be people thinking they're racist. Am I? Do you think so? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm serious. Listen to this. I said this too before you got on the air. We got a miss. We got a Miss America, so we created a Miss Black USA. Okay. If there was a Miss White USA, people would be saying, "So why they got to be white? What's the difference?" I say this and I say it again. I don't know if you call it civil rights. The struggle, and I'm getting back to that Selma thing. But civil rights, Cam, 
what we went through in 64, that, that civil rights bill that Lyndon, B. Lyndon Baines Johnson helped pass, did not be passed solely for black people or colored people at that time. You don't believe me, do you, Cam? I believe it. What I want to say about that, Tony, is, you know, I'm grateful that it was passed. But what I want them to do, Tony, I want them to get off that bridge. Hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. We're going to get to Selma in just a minute. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to a break, and we're going to talk, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to unleash both freaking barrels on that because I know you got just as much ammunition on that as I got for this uh this uh this this black stuff that has been going on. I don't know if my audio's working. Okay, audio's working. Okay, hold on to that thought. And when we come back, I'm gonna let you say whatever you want to say about that because I know you got a lot to say. Am I right? Yes, sir. All right, be right back. is the soul of America Radio. Hey, if you're listening via the internet, you're probably seeing some advertisements all over the place. Click on one of those advertisements, please, because they do help us and keep us to be able to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. Thank you very much, and click on those advertisements. Hey America, check this out. Every Monday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, you get to check out J.R. Thicklin with Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, which deals with the subject of domestic violence and abuse. Join Jay every Monday night right here on the Soulful Talk Radio, the one and only SOAR. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. listening to Tony Stallings on the Soul of America Radio. There's a spark of magic in your eyes. Candy land appears each time you smile. Never thought that fairy tales come true. But they My boy is screwed up tonight. I ain't gonna lie, it's screwed up. Wow. What a waste, right? <laughs> I want my money back, Blog Talk. Okay, fade it on out. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am Tony Stallings, and I am back with the lovely Cam I Am. And we are about to tell you some other things. Now, we talked about this privately. Uh, we talked about this on the phone. We talked about this on Facebook. And I'm going to be honest. I did not come up with this phrase. I, I, I Cam came up with this. And I'm going to set it up, then I'm going I'm to let Cam. We are from Selma, Alabama. We both were born and raised in, in the town of Selma, Alabama. And we both understand the issues. Cam presently lives in the area, and I moved from there several years ago. And uh, lately, I think after these Bridge Jubilee things, and for those of you that don't know what it is, I believe it's these yearly meetings uh, that uh, that are commemorative of the crossing of the bridge on Bloody Sunday, okay? And Cam, everybody, and everybody, Mama, swear to God, and three other white men, they was on that bridge that day. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody, oh, I was there. Everybody was on that okay. bridge that day. Martin Luther King wasn't there, but everybody was there. But anyway, I'm going to get off of that. There's people writing books about that bridge, Cam. It wasn't even in town. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> what he born? Yeah, what he born? Oh, yeah, but child, they were chasing us. My knees hurt that day. <laughs> My grandmama said, come on, baby. No, I wasn't there. I ain't going to lie. I was not there. I was not I there. Was I was hazing. <laughs> yeah, I was hazing. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Folks claim, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So, so Cam, listen, tell me on on this bridge thing. Share with people why you feel what you feel about it, and tell us what you think about that bridge crossing that we commemorate every year. And that I think Selma movie, you might have more insight. I think they did a bridge scene too, right? Right. What do we need to do? Reason, what, what do you think is going on? The reason that I um that I feel that they need to to get off the bridge, does, does that mean that they don't need to have the commemoration? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that a lot of things centered around the bridge, I think that they need to bring it to a seat. If it was bringing education to the city of Selma, if it was bringing positive influences to the city of Selma, then kudos to the people that uh, are involved with the bridge. I remember when I had my business in 2005 and I went to the commemoration and I had a booth. I was selling T-shirts to do networking for my business. They promised me um, a certain spot. I paid all this money to have a booth. Well, that slot was sold to about four or five different people. So here I am at 6 o'clock in the morning thinking that I'm going to have so many seats to sell my T-shirts with my business name on it, and four or five other people were sold the same slot. Then at that time, that, that commemoration of, uh, the, of Bloody Sunday, it put a sour taste in my mouth. So I was also able to walk around and um, gather information and learn what it was all about. I can remember times that being in the interdenominational choir at that time that was under the leadership of Remedia Perkins Nordier, uh, we would put on our choir uh, roles, and I was nine years old at that time, and we would march 
from Brown Chapel Church, and I can remember walking all the way to White Hall until my mom basically, who was on the bus watching me march, my brother and I, just told me that you to get on the bus, and my brother almost made it to Montgomery. So at that time, it was educational. But now I don't see people educating our children about the purpose of the commemoration. The first time that my brother took my daughter to the commemoration, I can remember her being promised to go back on that Sunday. My brother took her that Saturday, and he didn't come back to get her that Sunday, and she was just, I mean, in tears. So she was like, at the time, she was sick. And she said, Mommy, I'm ready to go back to the carnival. And I said, Trini, there's no carnival in Selma. And she said, yes, it is, Mommy. Downtown on Water Avenue in front of the Voting Rights Museum, there's a carnival. And I said, a carnival? She said, yes, ma'am. Uncle Roe bought me some alligator meat and some fried rice and a funnel cake. My daughter thought that the commemoration was a carnival. Why? Because it has turned into nothing less than a flea market. Yeah. So she thought it was a carnival. So I feel like that if we're going to continue to have the commemoration, that it needs to be educational things going on. You know, the step show and, and the different stages that they have, that's okay. I remember when it was free. Now they're charging, what, $20 or $15, however much it is, because oh, yeah. I promise the Lord. I never pay a dime to get in. So I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 um, my thing is, you know, what, what is the money for? Then I was told because they have to pay people to do whatever. So that's fine, whatever they want to do, because we pay to do what we want to do. So, But my thing is it needs to be turned into something that's going to educate our children because if we ask the average child, I'm not talking about people that come from out of town. I'm talking about our children. Like I had to sit my daughter down. I had to take my daughter to my Uncle Lewis Hunter, who did, who was not one that lied about it, but who was one who was actually down there, Tony. You know my Uncle Lewis Hunter, who was actually down there. I had to take her to him, take her to my grandmother, who's 89 years old, and have her explain to Trinity what the commemoration is all about. As far as the movie Selma, I was very, very grateful that Oprah Winfrey, a woman of that magnitude, even thought about coming to Selma. The problem that I have with that is this. There are so many white people, should I say white or Caucasian? I'll say what I want to. White people in Selma who are undercover racists that are mad as hell because that movie was filmed here. Now, I have a relative that works for the city of Selma, and I won't call her name, but there were actually white people who were let go in the movie because they said they couldn't wait to call black people niggas. Wow. (laughs) They couldn't wait. Wow. Wow. To call black people niggas. There was a young man, and this was on Facebook, so I can call his name Mike Miles, who got on a bus in a hoodie. And there was all white people on the bus. And you know what they said to him? Should we shoot him? 
because he had on a on a hoodie. So you know who they were referring to. Oh yeah. Trayvon Martin. Wow. Well, I don't. I didn't find that funny, Tony. Yeah, yeah. You know, as you were talking, I was reading. They got a website, and I was reading what their mission was. And and you know, I I went to a couple of, and the atmosphere to me, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. You you meet up, they they sell things at these booths, and then they gather at a certain time and walk across the bridge, right? And then um, that's basically the gist of it. And, and the mission says that it is to commemorate, preserve, educate, and raise awareness about the voting rights movement and the importance of voting rights and human rights today. Uh, and uh, it says in this permission, Bridge Cross the Jubilee is held annually and attracts participation from thousands across the nation. Black Belt, 1900s. The problem, and you're right, you are so right, Cam. It is, it is, from what I've seen, it has become commercialized. Uh, for your daughter to think it was a carnival, and what I'm looking at on on this uh, site looks like step shows, looks like it does look like a carnival. Um, they, they've got several things that's going on, and I guess they're trying to make it look fun, but they've got different things of a sort of a carnival atmosphere, uh, step shows and whatnot going on. What are they really doing? I mean, um, to educate, and I know, and I know, you know, this show. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna cross some people's um, path, and and I, and anything I say, I say it in person. I don't care. I could care less. They'll tell us, Cam. What they'll say is, is that well, we need to attract people uh, by by uh, by by making it uh, uh, attractive through music and making it attractive through things. And I, if your daughter went and did not get that education they're talking about and thought it was a carnival. What's it all for, Cam? Why are we doing it? What's the purpose of the bridge? And this movie, Selma. Go ahead, go ahead. The purpose of it, from my understanding, from the beginning, was to commemorate the voting rights movement. I can remember going as far as when I was, like I said, eight, nine years old. Uh, when I lived in Atlanta, I used to come every year just to put on that robe, just to march, sing hymns and old Negro spirituals. I looked forward to it. But then it became so commercial, commercialized that, you know, it was like, oh, well, you know, I don't have $200 to spend on funnel cakes and alligator meat and turkey legs. You know, um, it became just so commercialized that I believe that people are truly missing the message. Yes, they have breakfast, they have um, trials, they have things of that nature, but how many of our young children, children of my daughter's ages, do you know parents of this generation are going to take our children to things of that? I think that if the older people would encourage or make it a priority to say, okay, we will have a bus leaving from Brown Chapel at 7 o'clock p.m. that will be taking children from the ages of 8 years old to 15 years old to the mock trial. But, but Cam, 
you know, there's still a, there is a disconnect somewhere. I, uh, when I was in Selma last, what, what I was seeing in the streets, the open drug dealing, uh, robbery right across the street, people walking around strung out on drugs, and and, it, and I'm not going to say it's like that all over Selma. It's not. But I promise you, there's a disconnect somewhere. You know, Selma, I, I love Selma. I, I really do. I'm, I'm happy, like you said, to see that somebody on the, on the, on the level of Oprah Winfrey paid, some, paid Selma some attention. But, but Cam, Oprah came, Oprah left. Oprah ain't make no, uh, that I know, she ain't, uh, she ain't donate none of them billions to Selma. She might have, I don't know. In fact, she probably got paid for being there, I don't know. But my thing is, there's a disconnect. These youth, not only in Selma, but Birmingham and Atlanta, they don't quite connect with that voting rights thing. They don't connect, Cam, with their civil rights thing. They, they, they don't. You know how I know, Cam? Because they still talk that foolish talk. Had it been me, I'd have done this. Had it been me, I'd have done that. Well, had it been you, you'd have been dead like the rest of them. They hung on the trees. You'd have been just another dead Negro hanging on the tree. But they still got this mindset where had it been me. There's a disconnect. And if you want to educate people, Cam, this should be in the history book. Lots of stuff happens in history, and it's put in a history book. It should be taught. It should be uh, 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 uh brought out educationally, like you said. But getting together, we've come back. We've come too far to turn back now and celebrate that. Kids don't even know what. I guarantee you, Cam, most of them can't tell you what the Voting Rights Act is and can't tell you how that struggle started. They don't know. They don't know. Most of them think Martin Luther King was there. And it's right. And the thing about Tony, I thought he was until you told me he wasn't. Yeah. And the thing about the thing about it is, I'm not gonna say that it's the people who are in charge of this commemoration, but it's like me, it's parents' responsibility to make sure that our children know what happened that day and know what the voting rights movement was all about. Um, it is imperative that as black people, we realize that, number one, we don't have to sell something every time we have something. Also, it is imperative that as black people, it is informative that we educate our children regarding our life. Um, I think in the city of Selma, we become so stuck. Yes, we need to know our history, but we don't need to become so stuck in history that we don't go forward. We're in a city that's talking about the voting rights movement when the last election we have over 28,000 people in this city when in GWC home only 273 people, if that many, voted. I'm talking about black people. Right. So, and I mean, you have the right to vote for who you want to, but 23, 273 people voted for a white woman who has been in office since Jackie Walker was killed. What does that say about the voting rights 
movement. What does that say right. about us getting on a bridge every year, year after year? I'm talking about 50,000 black folks. Right. And then you still won't get up off your act. You still won't get up off your behind and go vote. You may as well right. sit at home. You right. can go. Okay, you'll go down there and buy alligator meat and buy fake coach bag and, 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 and Michael Kors, but then you'll talk about me who won't go, but I bet you I'll be at the polls, baby. Right, right, right. I have a missing connection since I registered to vote when I was 18 years old, and I'm 43. Hmm. But do I go to every commemoration? No, I don't. Which is more important, Tony? Going to a commemoration by alligator meat and rice and, 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 and barbecue for folks from New York or getting my trifling behind up, going to let people know about this right. movie that they're getting ready to do that was on that bridge that was tased, not tased, smoked, bit with dogs, ran over by horses, right. so that I can which is more important. I think we're missing something. And the thing about it, Cam, is the voting you know, look at it this way. The voting was to give an atmosphere to the people. In other words, when you vote, when you have the strength to vote in unity and you can make things happen through um, through putting certain people in office or certain parties in office, you begin to have a say-so in your community. Well, when the voting rights, when, when they do this, these things every year, and they pull out. This year they did it from March, but in 15 it's going to be March 5th to March 10th, they say. On March the 11th, Cam, when everybody pulls out, when all of the stars leave, when everybody leaves, Selma still needs jobs. Selma still has a gang problem. Selma still has a drug problem. Selma still has a crime problem. Selma still has racial inequality, unemployment. And I'm not saying that the Jubilee is supposed to stop that, but what are you really raising awareness for? going across that bridge every year. Is it something, what is it really doing? Uh, and, you know, we do it to to remember so the kids will remember. Well, if you remember, Cam, that was one of the first news items in that era that happened to be played. See, we didn't have CNN. We didn't have Fox News. We didn't have cell phones. Could nobody hold the cell phone and take the beating? Could nobody snap pictures of it and, and text it to, to their buddy? Look what they're doing in Selma. When they filmed it and put it on the national news, people were going, oh, my God, do you see them beating them like that? Well, we didn't have that back then. So when it when it did hit the news, that's when things began to change. But my point is that what are when we do it every year like that, they're saying what well, we're doing it to remind us and where we are. It's on tape. It's available on YouTube. We have history. We have it, uh, uh, all kind of books you can read about it. Don't you think that eventually we might evolve from that, Cam? I mean, isn't there another step we can go? Isn't there somewhere else we can go? Selma is one of the most political cities, and I'm going to say this. Selma is one of the most political cities in a dogmatic fashion. When you go there, it's like Auburn, Alabama, Cam. As soon as you cross the, the line in the seven, who you for? Are you for us or are you against us? And around uh, mail time, mail, uh, when they're running for mail, oh, Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We are so divided. We are so 
I mean, the voting campaign. Let me tell you, and I, I ain't I ain't calling no particular parties because I don't I don't vote in Selma, and I'm not gonna get into that. But it is such a mudslinging campaign on both sides of the issue, both of them, and usually it's two blacks. Lately, it's been two blacks running to get you. Up. Everybody's slinging mud. So that's what they really seeing, Cam. That's what they're really getting out of just voting thing. They're seeing the mudslinging. They're seeing the underhanded stuff. They're seeing the this one won't do that, this one won't do the other. But, Cam, I don't care who in office. It might get a little better for this person, a little better. We still got that problem. Ain't nothing really changed. So mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of like you. They need If we're going to stay on the bridge, give it a purpose. Get some education. Otherwise, we need to get off the bridge. There's a lot of people don't like that. No. Won't like that uh, saying, Cam. A lot of people ain't gonna like that. that I agree totally. That movie is Selma. And let me say this, too. I don't know if you agree or not, but let me say this. Civil rights struggle, the Voting Rights Act. How many freaking movies? How many freaking movies? How many different times can we tell this story? And every time, every time I've seen it, somebody adds something to make it just a little more dramatic than the last one. At the Martin Luther King changes every time I see somebody portray him. It changes a little bit. Something adds somebody. Something puts something in it. It's beginning to get watered down. Is what it's doing. How can we commemorate? How can we commemorate that they say we Juneteenth when we got free? To me, being free from slavery or something, I need to be pulling off my clothes, running butt naked down the street, celebrate every year. I need to be running down, when is it, uh, 1865? Oh, my God. I need to be running down the street butt naked to celebrate that. But you know what? We're not getting nothing out of this. That movie Selma, the civil rights stuff. Cam, how many times can it be watered down? I was talking to you about the movie, the, the all the different movies they put out about the Bible. And if you notice, every freaking movie they add something that Moses said. They add something that this person dramatic. Now they got Moses saying uh, he shouldn't have killed all those people. I think it was Noah. I think Noah. No, Noah said it when the people, ah, oh, he shouldn't have done that. God, you shouldn't have done it. That ain't in the Bible. Well, the same thing is happening to the civil rights. It's beginning to get watered down. I appreciate they making another movie about Selma. I know Oprah uh, is, a, is a huge person. Is it going to generate some money, Cam? Is it going to help Selma? I don't know from my understanding, a lot of people were complaining, you know, because they closed down, I think, from, is that Alabama Avenue all the way down to Water Avenue, and then Water Avenue was closed, and a lot of businesses were complaining. From my understanding, you know, and this, I don't, you know, I try not to, I try to speak what I know and testify to what I see. So this is the street committee talking. From my understanding, the businesses will be compensated for business loss. But also, it was so many people downtown being nosy, they probably got more business than they ever got because they were downtown taking pictures. I mean, my timeline on Facebook was full of pictures. So I know if they was down there, they were trying to get them some rat meat to eat from that Chinese restaurant. Or they were trying to run and call the drugstore and get them a soda. (laughs) Right, right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there. Did you go to the set? Did you go by the movie? Did you see anything? Did you I, I, I didn't go to the set. When they first came, I was in jury duty. 
So, um, right. no, I was trying to figure out how to get out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I didn't go. Yeah. And then after that, I had so much other things going on. Um, I was just really, I was excited that Oprah was here. I really was. But then after I heard so much negative things, not about her, but about the white people in Selma and the things that they were saying, it just really put a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. You know. Why, um, why were they so upset? What was the deal? Uh, I mean, I, well. They were saying the things like it was an inconvenience for them have, you know, for the street, the streets being closed and, you know, and things like that. But just like um, one lady told, like at Carter Drugstore, you had to park on the side. And, and, and one lady told her, well, you know, when y'all do that Battle of Selma, you know, don't nobody complain about that. You can hear them, you know, you, your oh, house yeah. literally. Yep. yep. Nobody complains yep. about that. Yep. So yep. what's the problem? And, and I, I had to tell her, you know what, ma'am? Your neck is getting redder every time you speak. Your yeah. neck is getting redder. <laughs> you know, you're a redneck. Just go ahead and admit it. And she's like, no, no, no. Yes, ma'am. You are a redneck. And it's coming out. You didn't mean to. You don't mean a bit of harm. You really don't. She's looking at me like, you know, I'm like, I'm crazy. But it's just the truth. Selma is just a racist city. And you just, you have a lot of people. They, you know, they, they fake the funk. But the bottom line is white folk in Selma don't like black folk, period. And I'm, I'm going to say this, too. Black, there's some black people in Selma that don't like white folk. I mean, that's just the and way it is everywhere. That's you where, know? And you know what? If some black folk in Selma don't like black folk. Don't like black folk. Have mercy. You said it. <laughs> if some black folk don't like black folk. It's probably more of them than the white folk because the white folk try to stay away from them. You're right. I Stab said it again, again before I take it back. It's some black folks in Selma that hate black folks. Oh, yeah. And I don't understand why. Does that make you more? Because you can, right. you can publicly defame or degrade another black person? You know what, Tony? I don't care how I feel about you as a black man. I will never, ever defame you in the presence of a white man. I'll never do that because I have worked in corporate America. My last job was at Renaissance Seating, and I was the only black person on the floor. And the supervisor, I'll go online saying this because I don't care nothing about none of them. The supervisors would come in my office, and they would talk about the supervisors, except one, the third shift supervisor. He never said one bad word against anybody in that place. But the rest of them, the other two supervisors, they would come in my office and they would attempt to talk about the third shift supervisor like a dog. But the white people, yeah. they would come in my office and those two supervisors that were talking about that other man, who was the only one with a degree, an MBA, they would talk about them and how they couldn't conjugate a verb, how they couldn't even properly send an email. Wow. And I told them, I said, you know what? It doesn't make you a better man 
because you can come in here and talk about another black man. I said, you know what that makes you look like? A fool. Because you know what that white man's doing? He coming in here right behind y'all, talking about y'all like a dog. Because white folk don't do that, Tony. The only reason a white man will turn on another white man is he about to go to prison. Right. He'll sing on you like a dog. If you don't believe it, ask Martha Stewart. Right. Ask Paula Dean. Yep. Yeah, what's that guy named? Uh, the the owner of the Spurs was Donald. I can't remember the guy's name. I should. I'm a guy. I'm supposed to know his name. Donald Sterling. Is that his name? Donald Sterling. Right. Yeah. You ask him. Yeah. But us, we literally get off on defaming one another. And if that's gonna, if we put our foot on somebody, that's gonna raise us higher. No, 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 no. You're not going to walk in my presence. I don't care if you hate me. You're not going to walk in my presence and defame nobody. Period. I know some women that have drugged my name through the mud, talked about me like a dirty dog. And people have came to me and tried to talk about them not on my watch. No, you're not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know... We need to, we, it's slipping back, and since they're doing that, since we're crossing the bridge and, and commemorating the bridge, uh, the Supreme Court is slowly, slowly picking away a lot of the Civil Rights uh, Act, and uh, they're picking, they're starting to look at the vote, they're saying that you've got to produce ID and stuff. Things are beginning to slip away, and the focus we we can't get people back into the focus of it because we so we still back there. We still on that bridge, back there on that bridge, celebrating that when up here on the front in the reality in the real world, they are picking away slowly at those laws. They're ta- they're saying basically, Cam, well, you know, racism don't exist no more. Uh white people and black people are getting along, black people got jobs, we got a black president, so you know, we don't really don't need this one here and we don't need that one there. And the problem is is that we are slowly slipping back. And I think I did a show on that months ago. We're slowly fading back in in our in our thinking. But we so caught up back there on the bridge celebrating what happened, we ain't paying attention to that. See what I'm saying? We that's not a big thing. But now we gotta show ID. Uh, uh Right. And and the thing know. about it, Tony, is anything that makes us accountable, we don't want to do it. And ID makes us accountable. And they know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they say, okay, if we may be black folks showing ID, number one, most of them don't have ID. Then they told us we can get it free. You don't have to pay a dime. Right. So anytime right. there's accountability, that makes us not want to do something. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you You're have right. You have you have so many people that's not voting anyway. So now they're saying, okay, you have to show an identification card. So they said, I'm not going through all this. I'm not showing no ID. So that way, they're not going to even vote. I wouldn't be surprised so, if they sit out there and start running people for warrants when, when they come out to vote. You know what I'm saying? Start running people right. for warrants. I mean, if you if you if you're convicted felon, you already can't vote, which I think no, no, is no. ridiculous. I ain't talking about if you got a, a, a past. 
you know, you can you can have a warrant and not have ever been in prison. I'm just talking about they might just start running people for warrants anyway. Just oh, this, this Negro got a got a got a, got a charge on him. He, he was arrested. They waiting on him in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? And you know, right, I, so no nobody won't be able to vote then. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's like so we 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 have to. I don't know. We we we. It's like. We're standing up, but we we're standing up, but we're sitting down. I think that's something that God spoke to me in church about three weeks ago. You know, we always got to go church. We preachers, but you know, I think that's something that God spoke to me about a month ago in church because I've been just kind of sitting down and being retaught. And, and God said to me, although you've been sitting down, you're still standing up. So there's a lot of people they standing up, but for real, they sitting down because they ain't saying nothing. Right. And, you know, when the Voting Rights Act was first passed, um, the mainly in Alabama, these southern states, they just flat out ignored it. They, they just didn't, they, you know, it was like, okay, we got a Voting Rights Act, so what? <laughs> and we were still a little a little uh, cautious about going out, you know, in those times, uh, even though we were supposed to be federally protected and so forth. And I think that that's what they're playing on now. Uh, we just don't care to go out now. It's not like you said. It's not that... We've got these people working against us, but we just don't care to go out. Like you said, I mean, here we are in Selma, out of the, out of all the places. Looks you like see what I'm saying? That will be organizing these events will be pushing the actual vote itself more than anything else. But you know, we got a black president. We can chill now. Get a bill. We you know get some ribs. We all you know, we all gonna get Lexuses. It's cool. We got a black president. You know, and the thing about it is, with that mentality and nobody pushing these young kids to work, there's a disconnect, Cam. These kids don't care. I got a 19-year-old son. Uh, when he turned 18, I gave him his voter registration papers and everything, and I said, you do this. You get this worked out. Well, uh, I looked on the voter list. I didn't see his name. I went to him. I said, hey, man, I, I, I thought you registered to vote. He said, well, I, I did. I said, well, your name on the list. Oh, okay. And so I made it my business not to bring it up again. <laughs> he didn't. He, he he never, never went back. So I started talking about you know the, the struggle and the voting rights stuff. He, oh yeah, you know yeah that was bad. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, people died, and he 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 died. he 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 cool with it. So I I've been I had to sit him down and explain it to him. So he he's got, and that's after me talking to him about it. For I mean, I I've told both all of my kids about it, but he didn't really seem to care. I mean, most of the, there's a disconnect somewhere. These kids are more concerned, Cam, with uh, with you look at these some of these fight videos on Facebook. You'll see what they're concerned about. So right. I don't know what we can do. It seems like to me there's some kind of disconnect between the youth. And then, and then where we were then, I don't think they get it. I don't think it's, it's clicking. And I don't know if it's the way it's being portrayed. I don't know if it's the what's happening. But we are only, and I'm going to say this, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say this. The bridge commemoration, they mean well. And like you said, I'm not I'm not gearing this toward the, 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 the organizers or whoever invented it. I think you did a wonderful thing. I think that it was much needed. Can I get a clapping thing on that? Can you make the clapping yeah. thing? Thank you. I can read it. But we need to evolve it 
we need to get, if you're going to get on the bridge, get off it right away. If you're going to raise the awareness, really raise it. Don't raise money, and then we don't know where the money going. <laughs> don't nobody know nothing. See, that's just my opinion. You know, and people are going to tell me, and that's why I'm glad you're on here. They, what they'll say is, well, Tony, you, you know, you ain't lived in Selma since the late 70s, so you don't know nothing about Selma. No, I, I, let, let me say this. I was there in Selma 18 years of my life when they were not commemorating the bridge. I was there when they went across the bridge. I wasn't actually on the bridge, but I was there when they went across the bridge. I was there at night when the Ku Klux Klan used to ride around uh, on horses. I, my great-grandfather, Bishop I.H. Bonner, Brown Chapel, Martin Luther King came by my house. He, he, a federal judge had said none of those churches will be able to open up their doors to, for the black people to get together. He said a federal judge would never tell me what I can do in my church. He was a bishop, and the bishop, uh, the pastor was Reverend P.H. Lewis. He told P.H. Lewis, open that church. It was every other church was scared to get bombed. They did not open. My great-grandfather opened that church. And I tell my kids that, I want them to tell their kids, their, their kids' kids that, because that's part of history. That's what happened. Well, there's a disconnect. There's still a disconnect. People were dying. People were, a lot of stuff happened back in those days. And these movies, I'm kind of trying to connect you with that. I don't really know. I, I, I don't know what this movie film is actually about. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's the bridge. I don't know where they get the information from. There have been books written. And I ain't gonna call no names. There have been books written where people have said, "Hmm, this person said they did this in this book," but that ain't true. Then the other person that wrote the book got mad. At the other person, you know what? I'm, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And 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 everybody all of a sudden is an expert on what happened in the civil rights. But we get all these different versions. King did. I pretty soon, I guess Martin Luther King gonna have a cell phone in this movie going across the bridge. I guess he's going to have a cell phone because he evolves every time I see him. Every, every movie they do, I don't know what it's about. I'm going to support it. I'm going to support it because I'm I'm going to support my city. But I don't know where it's heading, Cam. What do you think? And, and we got only got just a few minutes left, maybe about four minutes left. What do you think we can do? To, to 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 raise this from where it's at. Or what what is, are there any suggestions you think we can do to kind of get out of where we were, get get unstuck? The only thing that we can do, Tony and Selma, I think is to. It starts, I think, from administration on down. I think that if the people that's running the city, if they don't stop fighting and bickering and lying and get and getting together. Um, like right now Renaissance Feeding is in trouble. When you have Mayor Evans going out there giving them a barbecue, telling them they don't need a union, that they need to just let this thing go with OSHA, which is crazy. And I understand that he's afraid that uh, Renaissance is going to leave Selma like Crown is about to leave Selma, Crown Health and Laundry, like HLA may leave Selma and go back to Japan. But still, you have to look out for the people, and you have to tell people the truth. 
You can't just keep barbecuing and feeding these folks pork to death when the TDI chemicals are already killing them. So now you want to kill them with high blood pressure. I wow. think that the administration of this city needs to get together and stop fighting and start listening to the citizens of Selma and find out exactly what the problem is in this city. The problem is in this city is there are no jobs. It's almost about to be 800 jobs in this city that we're not going to have, Tony. And you know when there's not jobs, there's crime. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I agree. And, you know, this ain't just about Selma. It is, but just it, it ain't just about Selma. It, it's really... It's really our national thing because jobs, crime, drugs, gangs, uh, unemployment, inequality, all of that starts with a person exercising their right to vote. And right. Yeah. And, and I think to piggyback on what you said, that we got to raise the awareness some kind of way and it's, it's going to have to start with the leadership it, it really it starts in the homes do in like home I, and, and, yeah it, it, like you're educating uh your daughter on what's going on i'm telling my children look here's here's what i remember it starts at home man and then it goes to the administration and the administration is supposed to make there's a disconnect somewhere we done lost it cam and right and people now are, people are not voting in selma that's the thing People are not voting in Selma. And it's sad. Like my grandmother said, 89 years old, and my grandmother said at the last election, we were numbered. I was number 347. She was before me. She was number 346. And we were going to the car, and she said, if you are a citizen of Selma, Alabama, and you didn't vote today, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Wow. And, you know, that's the way it is. That's what's up. That that that's what's going on. We we are crossing bridges. We're we're making money. We got all these stars coming down. But Cam, that November, they're not going to the polls. And I bet you a lot of those people. And I'm gonna say this, and I, I honestly believe this. I could be wrong. I don't have any facts. But I bet you a lot of those people that are putting their feet on that bridge ain't putting their feet on that floor where they vote. I bet you they're not going down there vote. I bet you a certain percentage of will get out there to be seen and say, I was there. And, you know, the first thing they do, Cam, is run home and start plastering these pictures on Facebook. I was there. See my picture? I was there. I was at the voting right, baby. I support it. That's what's up. Woo, woo. And, and see, that's it. And that's one thing that I wanted to do so badly that Sunday when Oprah was here. I wanted to get down there and, and, and talk to Cynthia, who was the, the casting director, and say, you know what, if you're not a registered voter, you don't even need to be a part of this film. But I couldn't get down there for nothing, Tony. I guess it wasn't meant for me to, meant to happen. But I wanted to, because I had an opportunity to meet Cynthia. I wanted to tell Cynthia, you know what, here's uh, to get the voting, the voting registration list. And say, you know what, if their name is not on here as a registered voter, they don't even need to be part of this movie. They're not qualified to be in this movie. Right. Can can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I tried to mute myself, but you're right. You're right. And with, with two minutes left, I'm going to thank you. 
and we're gonna be doing a lot of more of these shows. I, I just, uh, I, I just tonight, this thing just sort of. I, I know Cam has some things she wanted to say, and I have some things I wanted to say. And uh, what, what uh, we got just a couple of seconds. If you had like twenty seconds to say what you had going on in your mind right now, anything, what would you say? I would say that if you know family members, friends, or enemies, please have them register to vote. If they're registered voters and they're not voters, please compel them, urge them, put them in your car and take them to vote. That saying that my vote doesn't count in the words of Mars COVID, that is a lie. And on top of that, if if the school board says that you have lost and it says that you lost and then they begin to cut the lights out in the stadium and the parking lot is empty cam and everybody's gone and it looks like you've lost if God has told you that you won somehow some way you have won and cam and I would advise you to keep soaring Thank y'all for listening. There are people all over. The, the archives are telling me that you're listening, and we hope that you take this show and run with it. All right. I'm saying goodbye. Cam, you tell them goodbye, and we out of here. Good night, everyone. We love you, and God loves you best. Peace. Peace and, and soul. <laughs> all right. Y'all take care. Good night.